From the personal life experiences of Marlon Hughes, this is Recovery. I am your host, Marlon Hughes, and all the episode's content comes from personal experience, and I can be reached at marlongene29 at gmail.com. A life based on self-will can hardly lead to success. Try asking yourself this. How many times in your life you've disappointed yourself because you fell short of the expectations you see of yourself? Or how many times you've either got shamed or shunned because you didn't meet someone else's expectations of you? How many times through the course of your life you felt like you had to perform or be in a certain way in order for you to gain someone's love, affection, trust, or even attention? These are some tough questions, and at some point, you might need to ask these questions of yourself. You see, whether we know this or not, we live in a very performance-based world, and how we interact with others and events around us determines how healthy our relationships are, or even to the extent of how healthy you are. The notion of performance to gain a result, I believe, begins in our childhood or at a very young age. And without knowing it, we carry it into our adult worlds where it affects everything we do, say, and act towards ourselves and others. Hello and welcome to another podcast. Let me just dive right on into the subject today. In in the course of my recovery program, in the course of my continued recovery, in the course of my recovery, well, my continued recovery, um, I've, I've started, uh, um, I dig deeper in, lean in to some of the things that makes me tick nowadays. And as of late, some very disturbing things personally has start to come out and manifests itself. You see, um, I've been going to counseling for a stress disorder. Uh, I've always tried to say that, oh, well, I just don't handle stress well and all of that other hoopla, right? But there's a reason why I freak out and trip when stressful situations come around me. And usually it's triggered by an event that happened long ago that I wasn't even aware of. It's, it's pretty basic. Uh, the way you the way you react to certain things in your life today is a result of how you uh, reacted to it when you was younger or back in your past. At some point, I don't want to just say in your childhood, but, you know, somewhere in your past, you didn't react well to whatever stressful situation that you're dealing with today. And that's why you react the way you do today. And uh, of course, in my case, yes, that's the, the point, you know, so. Some of the things that I've had to do while I'm in counseling that I had to really think about personally for myself is, okay, you know, what I am recovered from is drugs and alcohol. The need to introduce these foreign substances in my body to make me feel better about myself in the world that I live in. And now 
that I no longer introduced that and have no need for it in my life. And now that I am recovered from a seemingly hopeless state of mind and body, which is alcohol and drugs into my body that produces a reflect. Okay, I am recovered from that. But now that that fog, that mental fog that occupied my mind is gone. What's next? Why do I react the way I do? Why do I say the things that I say in certain situations? Why do I feel the way toward certain people that has harmed me in the past? Why? That's one of the questions that I've had to ask myself while I'm taking counseling for this stress disorder. And one of the things that I'm going through right now is an exercise. What it does, it forces me to unlock the door, open that that secret door that I stashed all the pain and hurt away and let it come to light. Yes, it's a painful situation. It's also a a scary situation because all of these things, these repressed memories and feelings and actions come to the forefront and now I have to deal with it. And one of these things is, um, why do I feel the way I feel about myself? And because at times I just don't have a good self-esteem about myself. And what brought it on was, um, you know, I, I said that I felt like that I wasn't a hard, good worker. Why do I feel this way? The truth and the evidence dictates that I am a good worker. I'm, I'm, I'm at work on time. I grind through the day. I pick up on things easily. I, um, there's a lot of evidence that's out there that, that contradict what I think about myself. So why do I think about this myself? Well, it's because once upon a time in my childhood, my whole existence was based upon performance. The history behind all of this was that um, my my parents, my family, in in an effort to seek their affection of me, I had to do things that was pleasing to them. Performance. Um, I can remember. Um, I can remember uh, an incident where um, seeking the the approval of my father. Uh, I wanted to excel well in sports. It wasn't because that I loved sports, in which I did. But that wasn't the motivating factor in while I played sports. The motivating factor for me in order to play in, in to play in sports was to please him, to make him proud of me. That's performance. That's performance based. And when I didn't get that affection, if I didn't get that approval from him, I felt like I failed. You see, at times in my life, I still feel like that I am a failure, that I failed. And, it be, and it's all because I didn't get the approval of of people that I cared about. Another instance is being when you're being shamed, right? 
shamed or shunned. I was shamed and shunned a lot when I didn't do things or didn't perform tasks the way that they expected me to perform them in a certain way. Look at him. He's so stupid. He doesn't even know how to basically do that right there. I I got those sort of reactions from others. And I react in that way today when I don't do something that I know. That I've been taught that I know that is right. Self-talk, you know, plays into it. You big dummy. Look at you. You know better than that. That is a uh, a thought process change that I need to go through. I need to stop shaming myself when I when I do something wrong. We all make mistakes and I have to understand and realize that we all make mistakes, that we're not going to get it right the first time. And these things happen. And when these things happen, it's like, okay, go back to the drawing board. That's my thought. That's my, my thought process needs to be that instead of saying to myself, oh, you big dummy. You know how you, you know, you know, this, you, you know, this stop being a big dummy. Get it right the first time. That thought needs to escape. Another way that I react to the things that I do is when I look at myself in the mirror. I look at myself in the mirror and I tell myself, you know, looking back on my past and seeing all the things that I've done in my past and all the mistakes that I've made in my past and the feeling that I have over myself is that I am a failure. I, I, I did not live up to mom and dad's expectations. I didn't live up to the marriage covenant that I that I'm that I'm in, that uh, I have not lived up to the things that other people thought I was. And I haven't lived up to what I expected of myself. That's some of the things that I see when I when I look at myself in the mirror They have this overwhelming sense of failure. How do I change that? It's been suggested to me that. I need to really take a look, step back and take a look at the truth. What's the truth here? Am I am I really a failure? Hmm. Okay, let me take a deep breath here. Let me slow this pace down here a little bit and uh, allow myself and you, the listener, to enjoy some tunes here for a moment. You're listening to Recover. This is episode 28, and I'll be right back.
I hope that you are enjoying this episode's music track. This track and all of the music tracks on this podcast can be found at freemusicarchive.org. I was sharing on my experience about a performance-based life through self-will to produce a desired result uh, from my own experience. Now, let me let me attempt to try to put a bow on all of this. So, as I was rambling on in the first part of this podcast, and I was trying to trying to describe how you know coming out of my uh, Coming out of my addictions and being recovered from that, but not really being fully life recovered. What am I doing and what's next and how I react to the what to the way I do act today as as uh, in contrast of what happened to me in my past and the history that's behind it. I, I tried to do that in the beginning. So let me just kind of recap. Some of the things that I'm going through today that I react to in a certain kind of way stems from things that's happened in my past, preferably or or focused on my childhood, the way I felt, the way the the way I reacted to the way I felt, to the events that happened in my life as a child growing up and into my adulthood. So with that having being said. What is the solution for me today? Well, the solution for me today, going forward, having all of this, this revelation that's been brought to me is this spiritual aspect of my life today. As an earlier podcast, I have proclaimed that I am a follower of Christ. I follow his teachings. I read the, uh, the scriptures in the Bible and I apply it to my life to the best of my ability today, along with the spirit that helps me, that reveals things to me. The truth, not what I perceive to be the truth or what someone else tells me what the truth is, but the truth. See, I was told once from a very wise woman, my grandmother used to tell me that I cannot ever deny the truth when it's staring at me right in the face. That's the truth. When you can't when you can't justify it away, you can't even put lipstick and a bow on it. It's still the truth, no matter what it is. So the solution to change my thinking patterns, my belief system, the actions 
that are derived from that, from whatever happens to me or whatever is the truth. Is to lean on that, that spiritual power that's gonna, that's gonna not, uh, that's not only going to allow me to, to form that, that, that base that I should have today, but it's also going to reveal me the undeniable everlasting truth. I call that spiritual power God. And I'm the person that the, 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 the teachings and the example that I follow today is his son, Jesus Christ. And if I place my faith on the father, the son and the Holy Spirit, I will be able to achieve a change in my, my thoughts and my actions. What are one, what are some of the things that I could do today to change that thought pattern when it applies to myself? When I look at myself in the mirror and that person that I see in the mirror, how do I feel about that person in the mirror? What am I going to say to that person in the mirror? First of all, I need to know what the truth is. What's the truth? When I call myself a failure, when I look at myself in the mirror and the overwhelming thought is that I'm a failure, that I failed, that I am not that hard worker, that I'm not that smart individual, that I'm not that that pleasantly looking person. What's the truth? What is the truth? Those are some of the things that I'm going to have to change that train of thought and that thinking. And I just can't do it alone. Simple as that. I can't. So in the literature of Alcoholics Anonymous, it does state that a life ran on self-will can hardly be a success. For so long, I tried to to learn to try to drive my whole life in self-will that I alone can do this, that I can understand and, and I can affect change on self-will. It just doesn't work. It leads to failure. Let's just say that. I've come to realize as late that in the scriptures, Jesus didn't come here to take away the law, but proclaimed that I no longer need to perform acts to please God. With that thought having being said right there, I have to get in my mind. I have to change that thinking. I have to change those thinking patterns and that belief system that I have to do something in order to gain your affection of me. I no longer have to do that. I I don't have to perform acts to gain anyone's acceptance. I need to accept who I am first. And that's where I'm at today. You see, I no longer have to act, have to perform acts to please God that he loves me and want me to come to know him no matter what. I was forgiven through Christ as my savior. I have to keep that first and foremost in my life today that no matter what, I am still accepted and I will have life everlasting. Now, see, I do agree that, you know, in this world that we live in, we do have to perform acts of, of performance. We just have to do that, whether it's on the job or job performances in order to to uh, achieve a certain thing in your job 
or on the athletic field or in academics, in school, in education. Yes. And with that comes an amount of self-will. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. But to continue to tie everything in my life to performance or self-will. And in the end, at the end of the day, it's going to only lead to disappointment and resentment. And in the end, I will be exerting more energy trying to fulfill all different kinds of expectations of myself and of others. And that will lead to an unfulfilled life. And with that, I have reached the end of this podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed listening to this episode experience and I'm blessed that you was able to tune in and listen. I would like to take this time to encourage everyone that's listening, even including myself, to be a part of a positive life program, either a 12-step recovery program of your choosing or a positive support group. Surround yourself with trusted, like-minded people that will keep you and your group accountable. See and pay attention to what positive recovery looks like, practice what you learn, give back to anyone that is struggling. Please feel free to leave all comments and suggestions at marlinjane29 at gmail.com or in the comments section of any platform that you listen to this podcast. And as always, thanks for listening. God bless. Take care. Be safe.